Okay, everybody saw the documents. I sent two important documents on the WhatsApp. And um, there, the, the, the truth is we're pretty much, uh, there are a couple of things we could see inside, um, but probably only maybe one more share, unless you guys want to go into a lot of chuvas. I want you to see these two chuvas, very fascinating. <clears throat> Each one a little different, different focus. Um, I think the first one we want to see is the, um, the Reb Yitzchak Zilberstein tshuva, okay? The, um, the Reb Yitzchak Zilberstein tshuva um, on, uh, it, again, the case of, a, of, a, of suing a doctor in, um, because of Erkaos, because are you allowed to do that? It's, it's one second. Let me call up. Let me, let me get it here. I don't have that one on the screen. I have the other one up. Just a second. We'll get it. Um, okay. So we want to start with the, we, let's start with the Reb Zilberstein Tshuva, okay, about, the, about suing a doctor. Okay, you, everybody see what it was the first one that I sent? Yes, guys? Do we see it? All right, now I don't see it. No, I'm trying to get it down. Just a minute, mine isn't open. It says, Tavia Berkaus al Mechdal Shel Correct, that's exactly it. Yes. Okay, so this is Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein. And it doesn't say the date when he sent it, but uh, okay, he's, I mean, he, this is uh, Rebel Yoshev's son-in-law. He's Rebel Yoshev's son-in-law. Okay. Um, he's Reb Chaim Kanievsky. He was Reb Chaim Kanievsky's brother-in-law. The two of them married uh, Rebel Yoshev's daughters. Okay, so here's the, here's the question. Everybody see it on the screen? Yes? Are we everybody with me? I mean, we have it on our own. Yeah. Okay. I don't see a shared screen. You, I'm not sharing a screen. I, I sent okay. it to you. You want me to share a screen? I think it's always easier if everybody has it on their on their own computer. Okay. Okay. So maase birofemi aled, a terrible situation. Although we 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 know that this happens. Rofemi aled is a a an obstetrician, mumchem efursam, a famous expert. Sheshagag velonitech isha kisha ubar hayab mitzuka. And so the uh, the assessment was that the that the fetus is in distress, the the baby in, in the womb is in distress, but he did not do a cesarean. Binatalala let it both in TV. The akevkach no lara yelled pagua pigiot kashot. The baby was born with serious handicaps. Okay, because the doctor did not do a cesarean and the baby was should never have been allowed to be born naturally. All right, the, 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 the defects were both neurological and motor, motor defects and neurological defects. Nit barer, shebishat haleida, chivu kol anshe hatsevet da'atam, shechavim lanatech atayoledet, kidei lahatzilet haubar memetsukato. Everybody was telling the doctor, you've got to do a cesarean, you have to operate with a cesarean to get the baby out of distress. The doctor felt that the baby's not going to make it anyway. Wow. And therefore, why should I do a cesarean? Uh, okay, off the record, you know, I mean, a lot of times the, the bigger the expert, you, you need, it's an exceptional big expert that is very humble. Okay, I mean, you, you got by Baruch Hashem and my situations, I, I met, I was lucky to be in the hands of a, one of the, probably one of the, I mean, certainly the best in Israel in a world famous, um, 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 in, uh, a world famous uh, uh, doctor uh, and uh, Baruch Hashem, he was a very humble guy, really a great guy. Anyway, so, Kamur Nolad Yelet Kishono, 
kishronim umuchunan ach pagua, a very intellectually talented person, but he had some very serious handicaps. Haorim shoklim bedatamim litboa pitzuim mibetacholim ala mechdal shel harofeh. Now the parents are deciding whether they should put in a claim against the hospital for damages. Because he didn't operate, because he didn't do a cesarean. They want the they want the uh, the pitzuim the the, uh, the 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 uh, what's the word in English? Pinchas pitzuim is uh, where's Pinchas? Help me. <laughs> damages, no. Yeah, compensation, right? You know, damages, okay? Yeah, damages, yeah. Damages, okay. So, Hashelah uva lefnei maran harav shach v'hitchabet b'shtei she'elot. There are two separate questions here. Ha'im utar lefnot le'erkaot. In other words, can you take this case, can you uh, lodge a complaint against the hospital slash doctor in secular court? Remember, we're in Israel now, okay? This is in Israel. Um. Ironically, and here we're going to over, we're going to have an overlap. That's why this tshuva is so interesting. Is we're on the sugi of erkaot, but of course, part of the din of erkaot we always saw is that in the event that you are allowed to go to erkaot and you get a judgment against your defendant, you're still not allowed to collect more money than the halacha entitles you to. And in this case, the doctor. Alpid din Torah, the doctor is not chayiv to pay damages because shelo asabi adayim nezek el shelo hitzileta ubarali deni tuach mitoch shikul dat muteh. So he didn't do active damage; he did passive by not operating. And we're going to see in a minute another important point is that it was his professional judgment that made a mistake. Okay, so that's question number one, and then. They're adding another point here, is that if they take this case to court, the reputation of the doctor is going to be damaged. That's so are nice. they allowed to do that? Now, there's two separate issues. There's an issue of whether they're entitled to monetary damages and whether even if they are, and here we get into it also, a question in Er Ka'ot, it had to do with the Moser, you're never allowed to go to secular court where you know the secular court is going to punish in a way that's not according to halacha. In other words, if you know that uh, you, you, you have a complaint against somebody, take him to secular court, and they're going to lock him up in jail for 15 years. It's not so simple that you're allowed to do that. We'll see. Don't, don't reach any conclusions. But there's an issue of the secular court issuing a verdict that is more severe than halacha would allow. Okay. This, All right. So, this, the this, question, anybody want to elaborate on the questions before we go to the answers? Well, I, I just off the cuff, the second question seems to me to be a very strange question because anytime you have litigation, I mean, two guys who go to a basin, and what you can say, you can't, you can't uh, sue the guy because uh, he's got, he's going to ruin his reputation. So, so that's going to be true if Alpidin he owes you the money. But here we've got a question is if Alpid Din, he might not owe you the money. So then if his dam- if his reputation is going to be damaged when Alpid Din, he doesn't owe you the money, that may be another reason why you're not allowed to do it. That's all. That, that you'll see the, don't worry, Pinchas, at the end, that's not going to prevent you from getting what you're entitled to. Yes, Josh. Can I just lay out one more question that is not addressed here, but I, I'd hope we could try to get to it. Go ahead. Um, 
There's an issue regarding anything where there's an insurance policy in place, auto hold, insurance, an accident. Hold, okay, hold, hold, hold. Okay, that, that's going to unfold. I, okay, let, hold that question because that's much what we're going to be going into, obviously. Okay, so first of all, tshuva, ein makom nezikin The first thing is that I'll pee din, you, you know, when, when somebody breaks your window, I'll pee din, you can call, you can, you can sue him for damages. I'll pee din. All right, but when a doctor by non-activity that causes the damage. So that's called groma benezikin, and it's potter bedine adam, okay? So therefore, what the doctor did, he, the doctor did no damage directly. It was only indirect, and therefore, there's no claim uh, in uh, al against directly against the doctor. Okay, is, now is he's going to elaborate on that. Is this, just about, is this just for doctors? How about lawyers? How, how about other professionals? Okay, hold, hold till you see how he elaborates on this, okay? That's a good question. Okay. In other words, a doctor who was given permission, meaning he's, a, he's authorized by Beisdin, or nowadays we would say he's got professional credentials, so he is allowed to do the procedure that he's doing, and he, he made a mistake and caused damage, so that's that's Grama bin Ezekiel. He's part of it in the Aram Achai Bedinei Shomai. Umekoro. What's the source? Tosefta Perak Vav Debava Kama Rofei Umet Sheripei Bershus Beisdin. Part of it in the Aram Achai Bedinei Moser LaShamayim. Hamachatech Et Auber B'Mei Imo Bershus Beisdin. V'Hizik Part of it in the Aram Bedinei Moser LaShamayim. Again, that's talking about an abortion where there was an abortion that was permissible al pidin, and but along the way the doctor caused damage. So that's that's cause that's called that's grum that's that's potter in the autumn because he was empowered by Bazdin to do it. Continues Rabbi Zilberstein on the next page. Tosef the Zuk Subagabagitin pe per gimel halacha yud gimel. The Nemersham the potter in Hizik Beshogig and they tikun haola. See, there has to be a takana to exempt him. Otherwise, no doctor is ever going to want to get involved in the case, which, by the way, is happening. It ha- it's happening in society. Um, one of the the um, one of the most uh, uh, one of the the, med- the part of the medical profession that today is suffering the most from not from under uh, underpopulation is ob- obstetricians ba- uh, delivering babies because the insurance the malpractice insurance is so expensive. I have we have a couple. I have a couple of alumni. Who there was a one of our alumni, his, his whole family were obstetricians. The father created a huge a business in a city, and the sons the son went into it. And today he's only teaching in university. He dropped, he closed the, he closed his practice because the the um, the uh, malpractice insurance was so uh, uh, overwhelming that he couldn't stay in business. One of our jokes over the years in the yeshiva, as we saw that medical students are becoming less in the yeshiva and lawyers, law students are becoming more. It's because the lawyers put the doctors out of business. Okay. The, 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 but this is, so that's the, that was already, Chazal understood this, that there has to be a tikkun ha'olam. There has to be a tikkun ha'olam to allow doctors not to be held liable for every mistake that they make, as long as it's not gross malpractice. Okay. The I'm back inside at the top of the second page. Right? That, and therefore, you should always be held responsible. Because 
because it, again, so when you did it, Bin Mazid, or you did it with complete Rosh Lanut, that's one thing. But when you did it Bishogeg innocently, even though Adamur Laolam and in regular Nazikin cases, you would still be Chayev. But for doctors, they had to make a Tikkun Olam so that doctors would continue to practice their profession. Right, so again, he's arguing why we should not be allowed, we not, not be able to bring a case against the doctor directly for damages. He wants to say that it's even less. He failed to save the baby with an improper assess, a professional assessment. So that's even less than Grama ben Ezekiel. He's alluding to your question, is that, in other words, you're not allowed to, to claim damages because he's alpidin, not chayev. Kalvachomer, if the claim is going to cause damage to his reputation, which is not appropriate. You know, it's, you're not, it's, he, he doesn't deserve that to happen to him. Okay, now you guys mentioned insurance. Josh mentioned insurance policy. Okay. Everything we said till now is a direct claim against the doctor. Because normally, right, when somebody damages your car, you have a claim against the guy. Uh, he, you know, it may be better, it may be easier for you to get it from the insurance company, but technically the guy owes you the money. Okay. But here we're saying that since there's an insurance company, so I can't claim, I can't um, sue the doctor. But but you could still turn to the insurance company and make your claim. Don't lodge your claim against the doctor. Lodge your claim against the insurance company. Then, why not? Remember, if you take money from the doctor that you're not entitled to, if you're not entitled to money from the doctor, but you took the doctor to secular court. He doesn't have an insurance policy. And the court made him pay $5 million. You're not entitled to that money. And it's geza, pure geza. What about when I, when I make the claim against the insurance company and I get the $5 million? Is that geza? So says Rav says Zilberstein, Why? It's a financial deal that they collect money from the insured, right? That's exactly what malpractice insurance is. Even if it was done passively. So even though you're not allowed to have money, claim money from the doctor, but the insurance company made a deal undertaking compensation in such a case. That the, the insurance company could be high to pay, even if Alpidin Torah, the doctor himself, is Potter. Because that, that's the deal of the insurance. Oh, why isn't it a problem of Erkaos? Because the only way you're going to get the money from the insurance company is going to secular court. Madness. I don't know, maybe Pinchas knows what that is. I certainly don't. And this is obviously an old chuva that was, it goes way back. 
anyway, because at the end of the day, my claim against the insurance company is not a Jewish insurance company. It's a non-Jewish insurance company. And you're certainly allowed to go when your claim is against a non-Jew, you're certainly allowed to go to their coast. So basically, Rav Zilberstein is saying that it's okay for you to go and sue the insurance company, even in secular court, to get the money for the compensation. Okay, we're not, we're not finished, as you can see. Okay, any questions still here? Yeah, Josh. Just very often, in order to get money from the insurance company, the, uh, the, count, the, the Jewish counterparty is the one who would have to be sued. That's one of the underlying issues here, procedurally. Yeah, I was I was going to say the same thing. I don't think I don't think it's possible in terms of civil procedure to file a claim only against the Chevra Bituach. You would you would have to sue the doctor and the Chevra Bituach. Oh, I was Not, I thought you were going to say something else. I I had understood the possibility that you have to sue the doctor. There has to be a judgment against the doctor, and then the insurance company pays the judgment. Um, in, in auto insurance, I think that's the way it works. Yeah, but in, in in general, in general, it's less important for you to sue the insurance company than it is to sue the actual uh, tortfeasor, um, because really? the insurance company is going to step in anyway. Um, but to to, to to theoretically to file a claim only against the chevrapituach and not sue the doctor at all, I'm not sure that procedurally you can do that. I think the court would would force you to even formally uh, cite the the doctor as a defendant. You know, I'm going to ask, you know, Harry Rothenberg, he's a, uh, a personal injury lawyer, one of the big, if, if, you know, really great. I mean, he's a good friend of yours. Maybe, Josh, you, you know, you live around the corner from him. I don't know. Maybe you can get to him before me. I seem to, I, I, we talk about a lot of his cases. He has such fascinating cases. So every time I see him, he has a new case to discuss with me, um, both from a, from, a, from a Torah perspective, from a legal perspective, and from an ethical perspective. He's an unbelievable guy. Um, so I, every case that I ever spoke to him about, it always seemed like the, uh, the, the, lit the litigation was with the insurance company. And that, that's what I seem to remember. And then when they went to court, they went to court against the insurance company. Well, but I, well, it's well, an interesting well, question. Well, they do. I mean, the, doc the doctor, as part of his insurance package, also has the right to legal representation. So the insurance company steps in from the, from the, usually from the get-go. But I'm just but, saying, I, I, I'm yeah. not sure I'm not sure that you can not, not sue the doctor formally. He's got to be sued formally. Okay, so Josh, if you see Harry before I get him on the phone, you'll ask him that question: whether we have to sue the the whether we have to sue the damager first, and then the insurance company steps in, or the or the suit can be filed against the insurance company. All right, I'll, I'll find him. Okay, no all right. So anyway, but again, according to this, it sounds like at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're we're demanding money not from the doctor, but we're demanding money from the insurance company, which is legitimate. Anyway, we didn't see it inside, but here he's going to quote it. This is Rabbi Akiva Eger in on the Shulchan Aruch. I believe that this is the Rashach that we saw. In fact, I'm quite sure this is the Rashach we saw that Rabbi Akiva Eger is quoting, and you'll see why it's relevant. Okay, if you remember, when, hopefully when you see the words here of Rabbi Kivegor quoting the Rashach, you'll remember the case of the Rashach. Ruven says, we have a sikhsuch, I want it in Din Torah. Meaning, the, the minag is that the place where we did the deal, the custom is 
that we go to whatever it is, a the 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 professional court or the local court, that's the minig of all people who make deals in this place. So he wants to activate the the idea of the minhag in the deal over overrides the demand to go to a din Torah. Said the Rabbi, says the Rasha Hadin Imo, Kivan de Bemokom Shinasa Aesek Yesh Minag Lihit Dayen, Kifi Derachasokrim. Again, we have this idea of Derech HaSochrim. You'll see in a minute the famous example of Situmta. Everybody knows what a Situmta is. It's, it's a non-halachic Kenyan that has become accepted in the trade. The fa- most famous example, Ephraim, tell them about the diamond deals, the diamond district. How do you make a Kenyan in the diamond district? You say Mazel But Okay. When they're negotiating a deal. I'll be in. What? You say Mazla Brocha, which is the most ridiculous thing, because there could be no witnesses. Just two people say Mazla Brocha, or they didn't say it, and the, and the Nitzvah. No, wait, wait. Claims... You're mixing up two different things. Every If I make a real full Kenyan Chalipin, if there's no witnesses, I'm going to have trouble proving it. But that doesn't mean that it's not valid. So in the diamond industry district, when we're, we're negotiating to buy or sell diamonds, when the two parties say Mazla Brocha, that is a legal uh, 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 closing of the deal and al pidin it, it seals the deal. It's called the situmta. That when there is a practice in an industry that this is how we seal a deal, even though al pidin Torah has no no valid no validity whatsoever. You need a Kenyan hagbah uh, meshicha chalipin, but okay. So but so the Indian, that, that's the Indian a, and Chinese. The Indian and Chinese dealers also say mazlabra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but okay, but well, that's in the diamond industry, all right. Chinese say bracha, they can't say the race so well. <laughs> okay, so let's go back into the Rashach. So he says like this that the to what the Ruven wants to do the din Torah, and Shimon says, No, we're going to do the diyun in the in, in, in the place where the deal was made according to the custom of the deal. Okay, that's the end of the Rabbi Akiva Eger. Here's, here's where we may bypass the need to, to bring the doctor into the equation, because he's saying like this. In other words, the, 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 the accepted custom in insurance companies is we don't go to Beisdin, we go to, we go to a secular court. So if that's the accepted custom whenever we're in an insurance claim, so then it could be that that permits Erkaos because that's the minhag of how these things are done. Okay, so that is according to the Rasha. But Aval Raiti, this is again, this is Rabbi, this is Rav Zilberstein continuing. Aval Raiti bimahar shak shenidon sham haya besochrim shosu iska vehim atzmam hayu bimedina zuvas chor bimokom acher. So here's a here's a here's where it gets tricky. So the goods are in what? Well, here, Ephraim, right? You you used to have a business in India, right? The goods are in India, and you could be sitting in New York with the owners of the company in India making the deal in, in New York. All right, anybody who deals with China doesn't always make the deal in China. You make the deal in New York about uh, products in China. Could he be with a Jewish person? Where, where's the, where, I don't know what the legal term is, right? Where, where's the, air, where's the, the, uh, Epinchas, help me with the legal term, where we have to decide where this is adjudicated. The form of jurisdiction. 
Oh, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Jurisdiction. Where's jurisdiction? Where the merchandise is or where the deal was made? So that's a question. And it could have a lot of ramifications, as you'll see even more than what you think. So it says like this. So okay, they, they made the deal in New York. The merchandise is in Europe. Do they get paid in euro or in dollars? You can imagine such a such an argument. All right, they're in Israel and the and they're in America. So if the merchandise is in Israel and the and the and the people are in New York or vice versa, do we pay in check? Is the is the coin is the is the is the payment required to be? Can the guy demand shekels because the payment was because the, the merchandise is in Israel, or can the other guy demand dollars because the deal was closed in New York? So what's the din? The lefi din Torah mishalmim kotom According to the Din Torah, it's wherever the people are, not where the merchandise is. And if the people make the deal in New York, the coin is dollars. And if they make the deal in, 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 in China, then the coin, I don't know whatever the coin is in China. Okay? But, but, right? However, right? But, but apparently, the, 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 the practice among the businessmen is that the coin is the coin of the place where the merchandise is. In other words, if the merchandise is in Europe, we, then, the, then the, 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 the coin of payment is Europe because that's where the merchandise is. So now what, what, what takes precedence? The minig of the Sochrim or the, din, or the Din Torah? So you can already imagine where we're going with that. The Bezaz Linen Basar Minig HaSochrim, Kivin Shedatam Shel HaSochrim, when people make a deal, they make a deal according to the way the dealers deal with it. And not, in other words, when two people make a deal, they're not thinking in Torah. They're thinking, what's the custom in the diamond industry? What's the custom when we buy merchandise from China? They're not thinking about what does the, what is, what is the Gomorrah say about it. And therefore, that was, their, that was their das, and therefore, the payment is done according to the minna. Saying the words Basilu Bracha when you're making a diamond deal in Halacha is 0.000. Okay, but, um, all right, um, where is it here? I lost my place. So he's coming in and saying it's very likely that since we don't, when there's an argument between the insurance company and the plaintiff and, and they're the defendant, there's no, there's, we don't have a, we don't have a minhag of, of, of sochrim. Right? But what, how, do, how do they judge the case? They judge the case with evidence. Well, evidence is already not minhag. Evidence is evidence. So once it's in evidence, you got to go to a basin first. That's he's, he's, so he's showing it may not be so simple to go straight to secular court. And therefore, he's making a very, very powerful conclusion. Again, he's not allowing the Situmta system to kick in 
when the way that they're judging the case is based on evidence. If we're having a, a dispute with Jews or or the insurance company is wholly owned by Jews, or if the claim is going to be directly against the Jewish doctor, so then you can't go to secular court directly. Then you got to start in Beisdin. And if the, if the insurance company is a Jewish insurance company, you have to give them a, a Hasmona Ladin in the Din Torah. And only if they refuse, can you go to, can you go to air court, to circular, to secular court. As we wrote, in Baal Dino Olam, the Eino Yochel Hatzil Mamona B'dayni Yisrael Tchilo, Vim Lo Ratzol Lovo, Notel Meshus Mibezid, Umatzil B'dayni Yodam Yad Baal Dino. We saw that over and over again. But that sounds like the default has to be Jewish court. The default has to be Din Torah. Okay, so that's where we are right now. So he's saying that's, that if the din, if the insurance company is not Jewish, which was the, is usually the case, then you can go straight to Erkot. But if it's a Jewish insurance company and or the suit is directly against the doctor, you have to go to Beisdin. Okay, now, now again, so it's interesting. If you sue the doctor in Beisdin, you're going to lose. And if you sue the Jewish insurance company in Beisdin, you're going to win. It's an interesting difference, which again, is, we have to see how the, how the insurance is set up. Okay, next he continues. Yeah. I didn't understand the last point. So the doc, if you sue the doctor based on yes, you're going to lose, right? That understood. Why if you sue the Jewish or Israeli insurance company based on you're going to win? Why? Because they, well, that was the beginning of the tshuva, is because an insurance company, see the doctor, when I sue the doctor, Al-Piddin, the doctor has no monetary responsibility for something that he did, Besheva Al-Taseh Beshogeh. Right. But the insurance company made a made a different deal. The insurance company says that anytime this doctor causes damage, we are going to compensate the victim of the damage. Even if the damage was was a grama on the shape uh, doesn't work. What the is the, the that's exactly the policy. That's exactly the policy. The policy is we will compensate under all circumstances. Okay. And that okay. counts in basically. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's that's your insurance policy. Otherwise, otherwise, you'd very rarely be able to collect very much money from your insurance company. From the, if somebody damaged your car, you should know that alpi halacha, the, the 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 damage you're allowed to collect alpi din Torah is very limited. Okay. And it's only because you're going to the insurance company, and the insurance company has a system and a commitment to compensate you full full value. But alpi din, you're not entitled to full value. Okay. Now he now he quotes his father-in-law Rabbi Yoshi. What about when the when the defendant is a mumar, meaning a completely, um, a, a, you know, absolutely a secular Jew? In other words, the assumption was, and I'm not sure in Chutzlarz it's so true, but in Israel, two from Jews. The, the default is they're going to go to Beisden. If they refuse to go to Beisden, then you can get a, a permission. But a secular Jew, you call him to Beisden, he's going to ignore you. So, so if, again, a complete moment. So, I think that in, in Chutzlarz also, I mean, you know, if, Ephraim, if, you had a, if you were trying to get a completely secular Jew to go to you in, in Beisden, what would he say? 
not likely that he would participate. He's going to ignore you because he's a secular Jew. Again, it's bad enough that a religious Jew is going to ignore you. <laughs> That's bad enough. If you can get a from guy to go, that would be good too. Yes, but the, but the secular guy, the default is he's not going. So therefore, says, maybe I'm allowed to go directly. Okay. Okay, next. Now, we, 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 he mentions the Nesivas that we had, very controversial Nesivas. Rav Asher Weiss mentioned it, and also Rav Asher pointed out we don't paskin like the Nesivas. This is what created a big pulmus here on our, on our group. Okay? Why? The Nesivas says that if the, if the Tovea can't bring concrete evidence, that the nitba owes him the money. The basin's not allowed to give him permission to go to secular court. The basin can put sanctions against the defendant, but the, but the plaintiff has no right to go to secular court because the basin doesn't know for sure that the guy owes him the money. Remember, that was the Nesivas. Okay? All right. Well, since the basin doesn't know all the details of the insurance policy, According to the Nesivas, they can't give permission until the Tovea brings the insurance company to Beisden with all of the details. So it's a really very tricky thing. But again, we, as Rav Asher Weiss already said, and, and Rav Zilbus is going to say the same thing, we have enough, most of the Achronim reject the Nesivas. Okay? The logic and the, and the practices do the opposite of the Nesivas. As soon as I come in with a claim against Shimon, and the Beisdin doesn't have any evidence, the Beisdin says, okay, Shimon, come to Din Torah, because Ruben has a claim against you, and Shimon refuses to come, the Beisdin doesn't need to know anymore. They give Shimon Ruben permission to go to Erkos. We saw that Rav Usher said the same thing, is that, that again, that based on this, the, the, and there are many, many, most of the other Achronim all argue on the Nesivas. Dim lo ken lo most of the time when there's a litigation, nothing's clear. So according to the Nesivas, until the basin has it clear that Shimon owes Ruben money, he can't go to secular court. Well, that's going to basically lock, that's going to shut down any ability for Ruben to get back his money because he never has it clear. That's why he's in Din Torah. So anyway, we don't paskin like the Nesivas, all right? And therefore, and therefore, the Nesivas' advice, well, we'll just put him, you know, we'll, we'll apply pressure. Nowadays, doesn't work. And therefore, everybody says that once the Beisden knows that that the Reuben has a claim, they hear what the claim is. Again, if the claim is, I want to, I want Shimon to pay me $1,000 because his dog ran across my front lawn, so they're not going to give him permission to go to secular court. But if they say, look, I lent Shimon money and he didn't pay me, okay, so... They don't need to see any evidence that he's not coming. We want to see evidence. Let him come to court. He's not coming to Basin. We're going to give you permission to go to secular court. Okay. Now we have one more interesting thing. Again, the Reb Chaskal was a Rosh Hashiva. Secular court of non-Jews. I.e., he's talking about secular court in Israel. The secular court in Israel, they have Jewish judges. Well, guess what? The halacha applies to Jewish judges. 
whether they're religious or not, the din says you got to judge according to din Torah. Okay? They're mitzuvin ladon al pi din Torah. Lo matzinu shemutu ledayen bifneim gam achrei ksav sirov. Sharei machshilim osam b'mashagam hein muzharim aleinu. So he wants to, Rav Chatzkel is saying that, and again, we're going to see this in Rav Ovadia Yosef very clearly, is that it's very possible that a secular court in Israel is worse than Erkos in Chutzlats. It's worse than a non-Jewish Erkos. Let's see. Anyway, So Rav Yosef disagreed with Rav Sarna, even though Rav Sarna wasn't giving up Sak Halacha, Sarna was a Rosh Yeshiva. He was saying Alpilomdis that there should that maybe there's a problem. So Yoshev held no, there's no problem. Okay, Vizot Al Pihagra, Shekosov Shaheter Shall Nasinas Rashut Miyusad Al Pihagamor Begitin. What we saw this Gomorrah. This is the Gomorrah that we saw about when the get is being done in a non-Jewish court, it's no good. But if it's in a Jewish court, even if the enforcers are non-Jews, that's okay. So it says like this. Nachrim Chovtin. The Omrim law, Asay Mashi Israel Omer. So then it's okay. The Heter Zeshayach Gam Bidayonim Yehudim, Kivin Shagam Heim Nechshavim Ke Omrim law, Asay Ze Shebeitin Hadonim Din Torah Omrim. In other words, that if the Bezdin sends you to the secular court, it's like the Bezdin is telling secular court, telling the, 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 uh, the defendant, we're telling the judges to do whatever we're telling you to do, and we're telling you. Judge them according to those laws. It's a very tricky, it's a very tricky dichotomy. We'll see that Rabbi Yosef is not going to be so happy with this. Okay. Okay, so now there's another problem. There's one more problem he raises. It's a A person wanted to do an Aver. There are two pieces of meat. And he dafka wants to eat the treif meat. Okay. He wants the dafki to treif meat. And he picks up the meat, he picks up the sandwich, thinking it's the treif sandwich. He eats it, and then he finds out that it was the kosher sandwich. So what Avera did he do? What Avera did he do? Come on, nobody? He no. He did, he did no, he didn't. He had a kosher sandwich. He didn't do an Avera. He, he did no Avera. He wanted to do an Avera, and he didn't do an Avera. No, but, but he did it lahachas, and he did it. No, what's the it, Ephraim? What's the it that he did? No iser that he did. He yet. ate a kosher sandwich. Right. He meant to eat the treif sandwich, and he ate a kosher sandwich. So what avera did he do? Remember, there's another din. You wanted to do a mitzvah, and then an onus happened, and you couldn't do it. You get reward. You wanted to do an Avera and an, and an onus happened and you didn't do the Avera and HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mitzvah for Lamaisa. Okay. So he didn't do any Avera. The Chiddush is, not go back into, but the Gemara says, right? Because there's a din of Niskavin Lechol Besar Chazir Ve'ola Be'yoro Besar Tle Avera Be'yoro Tzorich Kapara. So he didn't do the Avera of eating treif, but he needs Kapara. He did something wrong. Okay, Ephraim's, that's your, Ephraim's instinct is he did something wrong, but make sure that you don't make, nail him for what he didn't do. He needs kapara. He needs kapara. So says Rabbi, says, says Rabbi Zilberstein, wait a minute. Again, as a court, he's going back to Rabbi Yoshev's heter. 
that when you, when you go to secular court, the secular court wants to do right or wants to do wrong. They want to do wrong. They want to judge secular law, and they're not allowed to do it. The fact that they end up doing it okay, right, and those, at the end of the day, their psak is aligned with halacha, because they're awarding money that the insurance company is high. And if the insurance company would have come to Beisdin, they would have been awarded the same money. So this is what Rabbi Yoshev was saying is that Lemaisa, the secular court, is doing exactly what the Beisdin would have done. So it's like the, the Jewish court telling the non-Jewish court, help us enforce the Jewish law. So therefore, Rabbi Yoshev wants to say it's okay. Says Rabbi Zilberstein, but isn't this a perfect example of the secular court, they want to do Jewish law or they want to do sec- they want to do their law. Do their law. They don't want to do yeah. their law. They want to do secular law. It so happens that their, their psaq is aligned with the Torah. So it's mamish a case of they wanted to do an Avera and they ended up not doing an Avera. So that's what he wants to ask, maybe. Okay? So he <laughs> says, right, <laughs> Because at the end of the day, he wants to do an Aver, but he's not doing an Aver. Okay, now what about the question of reputation? So it's a little tricky how he makes the comparison. But, but the non-Jew owes me money. And if I take him to court and win, he's going to turn around and make a Jew pay him back, even though I'll pay the Jew doesn't have to pay him back. So am I allowed to take the non-Jew to court? Again, here's the, remember, get the case. I'm going to take the non-Jew to court and win. But when I do that, the non-Jew is going to turn around and take the Jewish, the, a Jew to court and win money that he's not entitled to LP din. So I'm causing a, a Jew to pay money to a goy that, he's, that's not, that he doesn't have to pay LP din. Am I allowed to do that? So the Gemara says, Mephorish, yes. Why? I'm allowed to say, I'm not mechuyif to lose my money. What the non-Jew is going to do afterwards is not my problem. Okay? So he wants to make a comparison here that I'm allowed to, to take the insurance company to court to get my money. The fact that that's going to cause the reputation of the doctor to be damaged, that's, I'm, not, I'm not required to worry about that. Let's, see, let's just see that inside. Maybe we should see that inside next time. Meaning, at the end of the day, when the doctor does an operation, does he know that there's a possibility that he's going to have a a lawsuit against him and his reputation is going to be sullied? The answer is yes, he knows that up front. So therefore, if it ends up happening, he went in al das kain, and therefore it's therefore lisikum mutul boa rofe me'er kaot, and afal. He's saying you're allowed to claim against the doctor, even though, it could be, but it's only because the insurance company is involved. 
Okay, so he's allowing the, the again, it's you're allowed to, to make the claim against the doctor. It's very clear that what he's saying is I'm allowed to make the claim against the doctor because at the end of the day, the doctor is not going to pay. The insurance company is going to pay. But if the doctor would have to pay, then I may not be allowed to because the doctor Alpidin is not high, whereas the insurance company is high. So therefore, getting back to what we said about the insurance, and again, we'll check with Harry Rothenberg how it works. But but the, even if I have to take the doctor to court, since at the end of the day, the doctor is not going to pay, the insurance company is going to pay. So I'm not making a demand for any to get any money that I'm not entitled to Alpi Halacha, because Alpi Halacha, you're definitely entitled to the money. Even though his premium is going to go up next time around. His insurance nice, works more nice, nice question. That's for sure, Grom. I'm certainly not required to forego what I'm entitled to from the insurance company because they're going to turn around and raise the doctor's premium. That's certainly not. Uh, that's certainly much too indirect for me to be held responsible for, for that. Okay, Fry. It looks like you have something you had something you wanted to add. No, no, I, I, I think it's all fascinating. It's, it's uh... Yeah, okay. All right, so let's spend a few minutes. I'm, I'm not sure we're going to finish Ravavadya Yosef, but let's see what we can do with it, okay? So let's open up the, Rav, the Ravavadya Tshuva. Okay, it's again, it's fascinating what sugya this is in. You know, it, it, this, it's not in a Choshen Mishpat sugya. It's in an Orach, it's in a set of Tshuvas in Orach Chaim. What does this have to do with Orach Chaim? So I'll just tell you what the issue is. The issue is whether somebody who, who, who uh, a plaintiff who takes a defendant to secular court, can he be the Chazan on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? Well, Daniel's looking puzzled. I was busy trying to open up the document. What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the case? A plaintiff, what? Can a, can a Ruvain who takes Shimon to secular court can he be, a be a Chazan and give the Shlech Sivar on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? Because he's an Avaryan. He, he's violating the Torah. Same would apply with any of you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But that, so it's clear, it's, that if he, it's clear that if he's treif, it's clear that if he's a Machal Shabbos, if he's intermarried, of course he can't be a Shabbos. Of course he can't be the Chazan. But this was a little bit more subtle, whether that's enough to invalidate the, the person for being a Chazan on Rosh Hashanah. That's, that's why it's in Orachim. It's in Orachim section. Okay. So, Toveya et Chavero Be'er Ka'ot says... Says Ravavadya, Hatovei of Chaveo Merkaot below the Kabel Heter me based in Musmach. So Kotav Betoras Emes Sheino Roy Liat Shliach Tzibur Berosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur. Elaim Kain Osachuva. That's how serious it is that you 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 lodged a complaint against your neighbor in secular court without tshuva. You're you've invalidated yourself from being a Shliach Tzibur on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Pretty serious business. We saw this inside. We saw this in the base Yosef. So his married daughter died, and now he wants to get back the Nedunya from the son-in-law. Okay? So his son-in-law, the Kosav, what did the Right? What did the the Chuvas uh, What did the Rashba write? Chalila linhod kimishpate hagoyim. Heaven forbid. Veafilu shneitz dodi maskimin lekach. They agree to go to secular court. Sharel zayis hirah Torah. Ela mishpatim asher tasim lifneim. Velo lifnei akum. 
meaning even they have, we saw this before, that even if they agree to go to a Goyish court, they're not allowed to do that. I'm back in the, in, I'm continuing to read in Ravadi. Ah, you want to say So that should allow me to go to secular court. Again, we're talking here in Chutzla right now, because all of these chuvas did not happen in Eretz Yisrael with a Jewish, with a, with a secular Jewish court. But we're talking in Chutzla So you want to say if he takes him to secular court and wins, he's a gazlon. A person who does this, he's destroying the walls of the Torah. He's, 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 the walls of Torah are crumbling because of him. And now he's going to undermine the whole laws of inheritance. Because remember, when the, when the daughter dies, her husband inherits her. That's the din of Nachlos. So if you go to secular court and they take it away, so they're undermining explicit halachas in the Torah. So he calls that, the, the, it's again a poetic language. He, he, call, he calls that, um, where is it here? The, map, I'm sorry, the, right? Lismoch al mishenet kane ratzuf. In other words, you're, you're relying on a very thin reed that can't hold anything. So that's certainly a, a terrible thing. Uh, okay. What's the, what's the thin reed that he's leaning on? No, no, the, the fact that Dina oh. He wants to make a claim. I, I'm allowed to do it because Dina Machusadina. So he says it's a mistake. It's absolutely not correct. Okay. All right. called Dina Torah Shlema. When you go to secular court about inheritance laws, you're saying, eh, eh, what the Torah said is irrelevant. What Moshe Rabbeinu said, what Rabbi Akkadah said, the Mishnah, not relevant. We are ignoring all of the inheritance laws that are explicit in the Torah. Okay. So now he's going, now he's shifting back to Jewish judges. And he's saying that somebody, the, the judges who judge like this are puzzle laedus, and they're certainly puzzle to be dayanim. Okay, and now Ad Khan, I'm sorry. Um, I skipped a couple of lines, right? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so they're saying, so somebody who does this is teaching the kids to follow laws of Goyim. And soon they're going to have altars in the base of Medrash of the Akum. Okay, so that's the tshuva of the Rashba, is that when you take go to secular court, you're teaching your kids that the dinim of the Torah are not significant and we don't pay attention to them. And just imagine what kind of education you're giving your kids about the Torah. Okay, that's the Rashba. Now comes along Ravavadya and says, What about the secular courts in Israel that they've been set up? It's one of the big um, uh, controversies in the early years of the state. 
whether we're going to incorporate in the legal in the legal system in the legal codes that the first place the judges should look in deciding a case is is what's called mishpat ivri. And only when the Torah, when the halacha doesn't have anything to say about it, then they can import secular law. But in fact, what was done was the reverse. We always go first to the secular law. And if secular law, we can also access a little bit of Jewish law. But that was certainly um, a, a, a minor factor. And therefore, says Rav Avadia, <laughs> right? So says Rav Avadia, that since they're enam donim al pi toratenu el adonim al pi choka amim, and now he brings in Rav Herzog, who wrote back in the early years of the state, These judges in the Jewish court that are judging with secular law are worse than anybody going to a non-Jewish court. Wow. Right? Afilu shalam, right? Ela mit, right? I lost the place. Right? Ledati elefamim goreh mikol yachid o yachidim shaholchim leerkaot shal goyim kishaam Yisrael ba'artso chamer tveim im daninon al pi chukim zarim. You know, he's writing soon after the founding of the state and he's saying, we're in a Jewish state. What kind of business is this that we're using uh, 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 Christian law, British law? What kind of business is that? Okay. Right. And he wrote more. There isn't a God in Israel that we can judge according to his Torah. Which is not nearly as bad as Christian. Okay, he's going on and on and on that that it's 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 much worse. Secular courts in Israel are even worse than Erkaot and Chutzlarts, according to Reverza. So what, okay. do we say, so what do we say to the people who taina <clears throat> that they have to go to Erkaos because the, the Bote Diem are simply not equipped, trained, or knowledgeable enough to, to, to return a good verdict, a, a, a verdict at all. Many times the, the Bote Diem simply put their hands up and they say, we, we just don't know. So that's good. That's very good because then they're giving you permission to go to Erkaos. Then they have to give you permission. That's a, we're going to see. I'll try to find the truth. There's a truth about that. Yeah, but, but hang on. But hang on. If if the problem is what we just said in the past two minutes, that that uh, that they're they're completely misguided. Of course, whether here or in Israel, and and the whole Christian thing and so on. Uh, when when the Beisdin says we can't do it, we, we don't understand enough. How can they say go to a, go to a, go to our course? So we didn't we didn't see we didn't see that inside. I thought we saw inside that there was a shaila of how can a Bayesdin give you permission to do something that's also al Right. That's, you didn't see that? Yeah, no. I don't okay, so. so I'm gonna find that. We'll talk. I think Rav, I think Rav Usherweis has that in one of his chuvas. Okay, that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, it's also to go. How can you what do you mean Bayesdin gives you permission? <laughs> they give you permission to eat chazer? <laughs> they can give you permission to be Michal Shabbos? That's a problem. 
Okay. It was talked about. Okay. We're going to have to stop here. I'll try to get some more sources up for you. We're going to, again, we could stay in this forever because we, there's so many peripheral things, but I think that the main sugyas will probably try to close it down in one or two more sessions. So you can start thinking about the next thing. It's a pretty important from, from, from what, I say it's a pretty important topic. Uh, yeah, I, look, we can keep going. I'll, 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 if you, but from now on, we're pretty much going to be in Chuvas, not in first-hand sources. There's a little bit I want to see in Simon Ches in in, in and Mishpat, but we're pretty much going to be in second-hand, third-hand sources. Yeah, yeah, point, if, if one point, if you could find some of the some of the uh, the Chuvas, uh, is there a distinction between suing a in, in a, an, uh, a corporation? That has Jewish owners as opposed to Jews directly. In other words, similar to the question of uh, the insurance company, what happens if it's a if it's a corporation is in a corporation and they're all Jews? You know, here in Israel, one corporation sues another corporation. Well, certainly from Rav Zilberstein's chuba, it sounded like if the insurance company is Jewishly owned, you got to go to Beisdin first. The Beisdin they made the the company may refuse to go to Beisdin. But by the way, Bezer will paskin for the uh, paskin a, 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 an award from the insurance company. If there is a contract, the insurance company says we are liable to pay damages for these situations. The Bezer will award it, even though the doctor doesn't have to pay. The insurance company has to pay because that's the deal. Rav Zilberstein alluded to that in the beginning of the chuba. But okay, we'll, we'll let's let's. I gotta go. I've gotta go now. But we'll we'll pick it up on Wednesday. And I'll, uh, if you guys want to think about things that I should be looking for, we'll pick it up. Okay. See everybody Wednesday. Okay, call to.